0: Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. I'm glad you're joining me today. I finished my Bible reading this morning, and in the quietness of the moment, I began to listen to the rain outside. Actually, it was not hard to focus on the rain. It had been raining hard all morning, really, since before I woke up. Um, So since I was thinking about the Bible And hearing the rain, I began to think about the significance that rain plays when it's mentioned in the Bible. An internet search confirmed what I thought. Rain is mentioned a lot in the scripture, about 105 times. When I read some of those verses, there were some common uh, ideas that began to come clear. For instance, rain often shows God's blessings. It's a tangible show of God's blessings to the people. For instance, Leviticus 26.4, uh, where God promises, I will send you rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops and the trees their fruit. And then again in Deuteronomy 28, um, Moses says, The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. Rain was a necessity in that agricultural community and yet there was nothing that they could do to bring it about. They could do all of the prep work on the on the ground and so, but only God could bring the rain. It was a blessing from God when he sent it. And the blessing brought about fruitfulness, the miracle of food that the earth will produce when God's blessing falls on it. Also, um, there are many verses where it is not a, just a tangible show of God's blessings, but more of a metaphor. Like, for instance, this one uh, where God is speaking and he says, let my teaching fall like rain and my words descend like the dew, like showers on new grass, like abundant rain on tender plants. I loved that metaphor. God's teaching, his word falls on us just like the blessing of rain uh, on tender plants. It brings about growth. Um, those t- I like the word tender. Tender plants show that, that they are utterly dependent on rain for their life. And, and so our life depends on, on uh, his, our walk with him depends on his word. Also in Hosea, uh, Hosea the prophet says, so let us know. Let us press in to know the Lord. His going forth is as certain as the dawn, and he will come to us like the rain Like the spring rain waters the earth. I love that, too. Let's press in to know the Lord, pretty similar to the idea of listening to his word. Um, We press in to know him. And when we do that, the promise is that he will come and give us refreshing, life giving rain. That's a great verse to show the importance of what you and I might do as we Pick up our Bibles in the morning to read or what you're doing right now as you chose to to listen to this podcast. So let's encourage one another. Let's press on to know him, knowing that if we do that, he will send the rain of his blessings. Since it's raining hard today, I also couldn't help but think about the times in the Bible when instead of refreshing rain, there was a frightening storm. Uh, Psalm 107 came to mind. Uh, the people described in Psalm 107 encounter a, a terrible storm that threatened their very lives while they were out at sea. Then they remember the God who is more powerful, and they cry out to him, and he steals the storm. Psalm 107 is, is really, a, it's just a story that's representational, but that literally came true in the New Testament. You remember the story of Jesus asleep in the boat with his disciples when a frightening storm blows up. And then they realize there's a power, more powerful, uh, who is right there in the boat with them, and they wake him up and cry out to him. I'm not sure they knew what he could or would do, but they cried out, recognizing his power. And of course, he stealed the storm. A storm is an often used metaphor in our own society for a trial or a scary circumstance or a nightmare situation that blows up unexpectedly. It's comforting to see that God is bigger than those storms and his power is greater. So summing up that thought, some rain is, equals a blessing that God and only God can produce. And the result is fruitfulness. Too much rain is a threat that only God can calm. And it produces faith. There's also a thread in the rain passages that show God bringing purity by washing away sin. In the most severe of those passages, you see God bringing uh, rain in the days of Noah. And that, the purpose of that rain was to uh, wipe away the sin that was corrupting the creation, the good creation that God had made. God is serious about sin, but he's also loving enough to rain down his cleansing and so I found this verse, Hebrews 10, says, Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, with full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. That story of Noah, of course, ends with the wonderful promise and the beautiful sign of the rainbow. So what's the takeaway for us today? First of all, recognize God's reign and blessing and be thankful. Whether that rain is tangible like today for me or whether it's um, the blessings that come in your life, be thankful. See it. Secondly, seek to know him and his word and receive his reign that brings growth in your life. Also, if you're in a storm, cry out to the one who is more powerful than what you see. Maybe the struggle that you're going through is is God's judgment on sin, maybe in your life. So confess and experience the cleansing, uh, refreshing rain of his forgiveness. You know, without rain, nothing grows. So be thankful for uh, the the rain of God in your life, even storms. Uh, Don't be caught just looking to see the rainbow before you give thanks to God, but even in the moment of the storm, learn to be thankful. Have a great day.